The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is up, sir? With your fine Shit's ass. It's getting crazy. <laughs> Shit's getting deep, buddy. Shit's getting deep. What the fuck's going on out there, man? Good thing we have a fellow oh, Pod yeah. Belly member. Ah, oh, yes. On with us tonight. We keep forgetting to mention Podbelly, so this is a good way to remind ourselves to finally do it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> to our fucking job. Uh, yeah, so if you are looking for other podcasts to listen to and you like ours, go to podbelly.com and check out all the shows, including the show that the man that's coming on this episode today does. Yeah. Jeff Adamek. Yes, go, yes. Um, go find his show as well as many other shows. And Jeff, what is that show again? Uh, I am the host of Changing Hearts and Mind, your podbelly source for all things military history. Hell yeah. I fucking love that. I love or, that. Or, you know, I think I just made... I, actually, I really like that. I think I'm going to use that for now on. I think like you should. Podbelly source. I don't, I don't know. I mean, for as long as we're still all around, I'll use it at least. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I like it. Pleasure to be on, fellas. Dude, yeah, how the fuck uh, are you, man? man. I, I, lo- I love coming on your guys' show, really, I do. Good. Like, how you been, bro? Um, I've been good. I've been good. <clears throat> I know that uh, it, it, a couple uh, months ago, I, I got into a bad car accident. Um, but in, in true Jeff fashion, like, they couldn't kill me in Iraq or Afghanistan. No, no. Apparently, the car accident couldn't either. Uh, so <laughs> I, I am actually still all in one piece. The car is not so good, but uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm alive. I uh, just got back from Florida. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel great, oh, wow. um, and things are great. things are good. <laughs> I feel great. Did you make it? Oh man, shit! Did you make it to Disney World before they closed? I did. I did. We actually got when we get back. Uh, God, what was it? Uh, last the eighth. So I got back there just as Sam Culper from uh, from from Breakers Podcast was getting into town. I was leaving town. So. Wow. Wow, uh, it's, it's a podbelly affront to the coronavirus uh, this month. So that's my right. in-laws were in. My wife was in North Carolina, where you are, and that's my right. wife. That's right. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah, my in-laws were also in Disney or in Disney World about the same time you were. That's where they were when she was there watching their dogs. Hey, so nice. you might have ran into them. Probably didn't even know. Actually, I probably drove there with them, and we all rode the same rides together. <laughs> Being a disabled veteran, I get to the front of all the rides, oh, right to where the Corona is, straight on. That is what's they up. They did say there was this weird guy <laughs> with a beard with his hat pulled down low that just kind of like followed them around the whole time. They thought yeah, well, it was part of the preparedness for coronavirus. I, yes, yeah. it was. I was watching out for them. Uh, I, I look out for my peeps and their families. So. <laughs> Shit, I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So great. So yeah, guys, we're we're in we're in some shit going on right now in the country, oh, huh, bro? Yeah, we just don't even know what the fuck's going on at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and it's don't, so worry, hard. Don't, don't worry, I do, and, and I'm yeah. here to. I don't know if I'm going to be putting people's minds at rest or if I'm going to be making people freak out. To be honest with you guys, um, hopefully by the end of of the show tonight, the, those of you who are out there and really are not quite aware. Um, or are worried about what is going on as a whole and what is the government telling us and not telling us and what is the government going to do? Uh, be advised that I am here to to give you not anything. I'm not going to be give you guys any conjecture. I will give you guys the absolute truth of what I know. I mean, I don't know everything, but I do know quite a bit. Uh, and I will hopefully put your minds at rest because uh, this is not this is not the end of the world, fellas uh, and listeners out there. This is not Shit. the end of the world. I mean, we we are in a very serious situation by for sure, but. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of misinformation, a lot of fake yeah. news, as, as they would say. So. Well, it's well, certainly just... not the end of the world, but that doesn't mean that we aren't um, still on the upswing on our way to the worst of it. Oh, that that is absolutely you're, – you're absolutely right, Jason. They're, 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 to say that this is not – this is going to be a walk in the park would be a lie. Yeah. Uh, however, this is something that, that – that, Depending on how you look at it, uh, could be could be the best of times or the worst of times if you want to go Dickens. So. Yeah, absolutely. You never mind. I had a bad joke. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got. I remember as a dad, we, we have bad jokes. Go, no, go this right was ahead. really really bad. Like this is. Oh, was it really bad? This isn't a dad joke at all. Like this is. Oh. No, it's pretty bad. Oh, my God. So, no, like, it is interesting, though, because as we sit here, we're consuming all of this this news, you know. Um, it's, it's hard to digest when you have so many people out there who are still, for the most part, refusing to believe this is actually true. Um, I, shit, I was just in, the, uh, in a gas station yesterday. A couple old-timers were in there bullshitting or whatever, and it was interesting to me because they were saying, like, oh, can you believe all this hysterical bullshit? Like, it's nothing but the flu, and these people are losing their goddamn minds. I'm like, yeah, I think it's a little more than that, you know? Yeah, that that seems to be the – and that's – so, so you know, full disclosure, my wife's a little bit of a non-believer in, in, in some of the stuff going on too. And, and that, that flu comment comes out of her mouth quite a bit, and I have to remind her all the time, I'm like – I was like, first of all, honey, don't don't forget that I, special forces veteran for eighteen years. I was a medical sergeant in special forces, so I've dealt with these 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 African and, and third world country epidemics that pop up right. uh, quite a bit. And the biggest mistake that the general American is making is comparing this to the flu sickness to the flu because right. it is it is by far zero connectivity. Ugh. So here's my first little bit of, of yeah, stuff to throw at you guys: the flu is uh definitely not most people think they've gotten the flu and they normally don't um there's the flu is a is a viral strain that does need to be uh diagnosed through through actual blood test means yeah. so most people say oh i've got the flu this year and they, they probably didn't get the flu because the flu really sucks if you've ever had the flu it's horrible but however the flu has a 0.09 percent mortality rate which means okay. that less than one percent almost one percent completely of everyone that's ever gotten the flu dies of the flu and 90% of that one that point zero we'll just say one percent 90% of that one percent that get the flu and die yeah. are either very young children who don't have immune systems developed yeah. and are not identified early enough to get treatment or elderly people who have compromised immune systems or are over the age of 70 
And what we have here is, first of all, this is not even the same virus as the flu. The coronavirus is right. a virus that is the same base virus as the common cold. The common cold is a coronavirus. SARS was a coronavirus. And as a matter of fact, this this version of coronavirus is be, was originally called SARS-2 because it, all it is is a mutated form of the SARS virus. And everyone gotcha. remembers how dangerous that was when yeah. it came out. So yeah. this is this is SARS. This is what I like to call the the the, the Jamaican speedrunners. You know, this is Usain Bolt SARS. So regular <laughs> SARS spreads very quickly. Yeah. This SARS really wanted the gold, and so this SARS spreads far more quickly. Now, anywhere, if you listen to the the inaccurate and um, and in my opinion, the the lies that are being told in the public eye from the governments of the world for sure who are basing it on information that they are getting from the Chinese, which right, we can right. go into a whole show on whether we should believe them or not. But they say that the death toll of this one is 10 to 14 percent. Now, that is not a big deal till you break down 30 billion people in the world. And let's say that 30 billion people, 70 percent of the people alive who are exposed to this are going to get it. So if 30 billion people in the world were exposed and you break that down to the 70% who get it and then you break that down to let's just say 10% of who gets it you are talking about 317 million people will die Jesus. from this disease that's that is that is the 10% on the low end now having said that not to get everyone all worried about it but that's the chinese are yeah, yeah go ahead sorry that's base, that is basically the population of the united states that is that yeah absolutely because we are we are literally 320 billion or million people in the yeah. United States at any given time so the population of the United States is dropping dead now this is globally I get it that's a global that's a global number but that's a lot of people that's a so lot of fucking people the biggest yes. the biggest epidemic we've ever had in the past that that we can remember and that people are referring to is the 1917 flu pandemic the 1917 flu pandemic killed more people than World War One and still that was only 50 million people that have died. So you're talking about yeah. threefold and almost fourfold of that number dying now. So that that would be what who Damn died. Now that's saying Jesus. that if the numbers are correct. What we forget is that we are getting our numbers, basing our numbers off of the Chinese and the Iranian strains of this flu. And China and Iran are not known for being upfront and honest. No. Having said they are so bad that we don't even know how long ago these strains started in China, nor do we know if they are giving us the actual accurate numbers of who's dying from it. There's been recent footage from from space of, of Iran having large like football field length pits dug that they're just dumping bodies into. What the fuck? Now, you can look all that off in the side and then you just talk about Italy. Right. So Italy yeah. is probably the most honest people who that we know that are open and honest who are telling us everything. They have had a little bit over 14000 people come down with the flu and they are now at 2000 oh. people dead and 2000 out of 14000 is I'm sorry folks it is not 15% it is a far higher number so yeah. the new numbers out of Italy today were um 31000 right because they had 31000 in the last 24 hours yeah, Jesus. yeah, they, they have these big jumps that they're having. I know, what was it, Sunday? God. I think Saturday morning they were at like 1,200 people had died. By Sunday evening it was at like 1,800. So they've had these big jumps. And we are now in the United States getting ready for what, what we like to call our first outbreak bump. So that'll, be, right. that'll mean that in the next 24 to 48 hours we are going to have a large amount of numbers of people who have been diagnosed with this virus start to pop up. Uh, and that is not because it's spreading. 
Uh, these are people no. who already have it. These, these are numbers that we just don't know about yet, and we're starting to do the proper testing. We're going to find out about this. There is a the sad fact is there's a lot of people in the United States right now who are uh, who are suffering or are carrying this disease and do not know it. It is kind of the weird thing, right? Is the fact that it's basically in you for two whole mm-hmm. weeks before you even really start to show symptoms. You're carrying this around. You are contagious. Um, yes, from three days this. after exposure, you right. are contagious. So from so three to 21 days, you're walking around and spreading this disease to everyone. Yeah. And thank God today they, they finally came clean, which was something I suspected about a week and a half ago. But uh, they, are, they are fairly certain that this is airborne and that it yeah. survives in the air for up to three hours. So which is if insane. a sick, patient, sick person at the, at the local – local feed and seed is standing in the back room, the little right. small back room getting something and he's breathing for 10 minutes and walks out for the next three hours. Anyone who walks in that room and takes a deep breath is at risk of being exactly. exposed and catching the coronavirus. Jesus, dude. It's just amazing. So we don't even have, we don't even have to touch or drink out of the same glass. If that's, if that's true. Now right. I suspected that that was true about two weeks ago, about a week and a half ago when, when after Italy had its big bump and, and uh, president Trump finally started to address this stuff. And when, when we started to have these, suspiciously large, um, really large decisions being made, like sports teams shutting off their yes. revenue streams. Dude, um, yes. Which, yeah, that, that is was... a big deal. When, you, when you're turning your back on billions of dollars to pack arenas, yeah, uh, that's there's, there's else, a reason right? behind it. And so, what I think the reason yeah. behind it was I think they found out in, in Italy that it went airborne, and they didn't want to panic everyone, so they kept it quiet and just tried, tried to implement some, some checks and balances to try to negate this. My well, yeah, so... Meanwhile. Um, last week when I first messaged you about it, it was last Thursday when mm-hmm. all this stuff was starting to finally come out in, in the media in the U S about all the closures and all of that was starting. Um, I had all these people messaging me, I was yeah, talking to, uh, Culper and he says he believed that there's something that they know that they're not telling us there's because absolutely something they knew they weren't telling us or dude. still still do know that they're not telling us yeah. we're relatively young but most uh, at least us three i know we know our history stuff they just closed my kids school or all the schools in the in state of kansas, kansas yeah. for the rest of the school year right that as, I as in north carolina they've done the same happened. thing in north carolina Jesus. i, I don't think that anything like that has happened in the past that i know of no 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 and none of our none of our lives if we had if we had these steps taken in none of our lives have we had the nba major league baseball national hockey league um the, soccer overseas talking about shutting down the olympics oh, we have never had we had ireland last week cancel st patrick's day and that's that is like their Chris, that's like us shutting Christmas off. You know, it's, 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 this is, this is not something. And this is what bothers me about what, like what you said, Josh, about these people who are just taking this with a, with a, a sense of skepticism. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe people are overreacting, but I would rather overreact and be wrong yeah. than underreact and be regretful up yeah. until the moment that I take my last choked, rattled breath because I've got dual side, you know, viral pneumonia i mean it's, you know and it's it's interesting which is though. worse yeah because which is worse you know yeah for sure and i would absolutely agree with you i think that yeah being overly prepared as we all seem to be doing a lot of people are looking at this as like oh just a hysterical type reaction right no and i i don't see it like that like um 
the governor here in Iowa. She called for all schools to be closed for four weeks. That's what she said, four weeks. Um, and so our school or whatever, we actually just closed for two weeks and um, will reassess after the end of that two weeks. Now, most likely, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, there's the corona right there starting to fucking make its appearance anyway. But no, like most likely what's going to happen is and they're already talking about this. We're not going to fucking see the inside of that school until the beginning of May. You know, which is if that if that if at all. That at all. Exactly. I think uh, the the mo- not today's press conference, but yesterday's press conference from the White House. Yes. The fact that he had said that his people are telling him to look at the, this coming back down August or July was a huge shock to everyone because they thought maybe a month. Most most United most people most civilians probably thought it would like we're in the worst of it now. No. But people that like like us that in the ectoplasm show we've been talking about this for a few months we now. Have. I did not foresee that long of a date. Yeah, a lot of that comes from the misconceptions that are out there. So, uh, yeah. again, my wife is one of the people who just the other day was like, "Well, once it once it warms up, um, coronavirus dies in warmer weather, it'll go away." And I was like, and I thought that was interesting. I, I believe her. My wife generally is not someone who buys fake news, but right. I went and I looked it up and and found that it is one of the very many misconceptions that there is no scientific evidence to prove that coronavirus is affected one way or the other by heat at all. Uh, as a matter of fact. Most viruses of the corona type do not uh, weaken or die when it gets warmer. I mean, you're talking about, you know, boiling water and putting the putting the the virus in it and letting it boil for 15 minutes to kill it. Uh, not just it raising enough to be warm outside. And yeah. uh, why most people believe that warm weather reduces the virus's effect is because in warmer weather, more people are not stuck inside in in constricted areas with other people. They they normally go outside a little bit more. It's a it's a it's a confirmation bias based on a an environmental change that occurs within society that that leads us to believe that viruses and cold and, and illnesses don't occur in those kind of conditions. Forgetting the fact that the most diabolical disease that we know of right now on Earth, which is the Ebola virus, yeah. comes from the heart of Africa. Yeah, <laughs> so sure. we seem to forget about that. And, you know, the the African Ebola pandemic of 2014 occurred in mid in midsummer. So it's just absolutely insane. Now, <clears throat> Koopsik and I were talking a little bit and we were chatting a little bit before the show um, about some of the different uh, like conspiracy theories and things of that nature kind of surrounding this. And yeah. One of the things that came to my mind right out of the fucking gate was uh, that thing called like Agenda 21, which is like something that we have uh, talked about. Well, numerous times, I think we've talked about it on this show. Um, just a global depopulization that's orchestrated. Yeah, it comes in many, inter- many different <clears throat> iterations. There's, you know, the Georgia Guidestones from the Rosicrucians to the new oh, world yeah, order yeah, yeah, they yeah. all have that in all of their Jesus. uh plans for the future is this the one that refers to the uh the united nations action yes. plan to to lower lower yes. populations yeah back um, in i believe it was like 97 that all of this like came to fruition or whatever they said they were going to uh that yeah, this, it was yeah. during the Earth Summit in 1992 in Rio de Janeiro, oh, Brazil, is when you. it was yes. first openly discussed and, and people actually saw that it was something that was talked about. Uh, I, I would say that to calm everyone's nerves that if they were 
enacting some kind of a plan to do that. Uh, they would allow, in my opinion, is my opinion. So I think they would allow the virus to set in strong in every country that they wanted to severely depopulate. And then- so. China, yes, obviously the evidence there would be that yes, they may have ha- let that happen. But I think that places like, you know, like India, yeah. like the United States, would have a higher rate right now if 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 that was the case, and we wouldn't be getting such a strong attempt to. I mean, because right now in the United States, we are very much on the and which is a lot of the reason why people are so confused by this. We are on the scale of it's not that big of a deal yet. Right. Uh, more people die of gun violence in the United States than have died from the coronavirus the entire time so far in a day. So people aren't feeling it, you know, yeah. we, we haven't had any like seriously big names or it's not hit home for anyone who's not directly connected to someone. So if, 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 if 69 was the number yesterday and I think it's above 80 now might even be yeah. in the nineties at court this evening. But if we're, let's say we have a hundred people dead right now from the coronavirus in the United States, that means it's a hundred families. You, you multiply that by four people for families. So you got 400 people who are feeling the effect of coronavirus on a personal scale. Now, if if we had somebody like Tom Hanks not yeah. be let out of the hospital and died, that might be one that would would hit closer to home. Maybe get a couple of people more more interested. Or if you had a uh, some kind of a national like a, a small child that became very like media covered and then they they passed, I think that would affect it. But I think that the reason why I don't I don't buy that this is part of Agenda 21 is they haven't let the virus really sink in and hit the parts that would make it worthwhile for them, sure. which would be China, the United States, and well, and India, yeah. the three the three major population centers. Because wiping out Italy, I mean, to be I, quite honest with you, I think most people wouldn't care yeah. if they weren't Italian. No, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And I think if um if this was part of some agenda, it would be much as scary as this virus might be. There are definitely weaponized viruses that would yeah. wipe us out a lot faster than this. Right, right. You would see a weaponized version of Ebola, maybe some smallpox or something. Something that that they could, something that they could really like get through your system quickly. The coronavirus sure. doesn't really kill you all that quickly. So it, it's a, it's a, it's a long term disease which has very little government control over it. So there is no. This isn't like the movie Outbreak where somebody's hiding a, a, a vaccine somewhere that they don't want to tell anyone about. I do not believe from what I'm seeing that this has any that that this has anything to do with agenda 21 or and even to take it a step further or is some kind of a government created virus because it's not it's not vir- virulent and it's not insidious yeah. enough to seem to be a a weapon of a weapon of some sort this I think this is truly what it what it is and it's a it's a genetically biologically mother nature altered disease that just took China by surprise, and they and the the big conspiracies around here are China's attempts to cover up what was going on, and yeah. then maybe now the the pointing fingers game back and forth yes. between the United States and China, which has already started now. Yeah, twenty one may not have happened. We wouldn't have China and the United States blaming each other. We would have them both just being quiet and let it run its course and just you know kill sure. as many as we can. Well, and this it could be also this is a accidentally released test virus. Where it wasn't necessarily a weaponized virus, it was just something that they were testing with, so that they could be prepared for something else in an Something along the lines of like Lyme's disease, something like that. Where that yeah. was kind of, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's that's a possibility. I, I can't say that that's not that's not the case, but I, I don't believe this was intentionally released or that this is part of a a plan to depopulate the people. I, th- I think the governments are just as scared as as the people in the CDC and the WHO. To be honest, sure, with you. yeah. 
Just but so we can we can go on all day, and we have about, um, and we could do that in the future once we survive. Where this yeah. actually came from, <laughs> yeah. but what what do you think is going to happen now, stepwise? For, for, like, what are we going to see from the government and the military, and um, what's going to happen in okay, your yeah. eyes? Uh, so. So just just so people out there can know where I'm getting some of my ideas or not my ideas, but some of the information from and stuff they can look up themselves. Uh, new, November of 2005, uh, after the first SARS epidemic, um, even though there was one before that, the CDC in, in conjunction with the federal government did put down and put out a, a document called the National Strategy for Pandemics. And uh, 2017, that that plan was updated uh, and it is now the proponent for that update is the Department of Health and Human Services. And, right. and both of those are available to read and look at on the CDC.gov website. Uh, also, the WHO uh, has has its own um, documentation on this stuff. But, but we're talking about we're an American. Let's talk about what's going on in America here. There is also military and federal government military type plans. Uh, and all of these are covered under the, the Pandemic and All Hazard Preparedness Act, or the PHAPA of 2006, which was reauthorized actually just recently in 2017. And under Section 319 of that uh, is the Take Actions During Pandemic Plan, which allows the CDC to actually take over control of everything that's going on. We obviously have not gotten to that point yet because we're right. still seeing fake news talk on the on the TV. And I think if the CDC does take over – you will see more of this fa- the face of the CDC taking over and not Mike Pence. Uh, there is a Defense Global Campaign Blueprint for Pandemic Flu and Infectious Diseases, which is document 3551-13, which is the military response to this plan. Believe it or not, there is no, um, there is no military taking over plan for pandemics. They, they will allow the, the guys out up in Maryland, uh, which is the – you know the the Fort Meade, those guys up there that that work along with the CDC, the the the, the military unit, they they will work in conjunction with the CDC. But uh, as in con- in contrast to what a lot of people are believing, you're not going to see a military takeover. Uh, you may see military enforcement. There there may be the the National Guard and the reserves being put out there. Uh, I highly doubt, and I would be very very unnerved if i saw regular active duty military get involved in this in any way normally you can control through normal police forces and the national guard and and the reserve units control the population but here's what i think we're going to have in the next 48 to 72 hours okay we are going to see in the next 24 to 48 hours a large spike in the number of cases I cannot say that we'll see a large spike in the number of fatalities, but normally one goes with the other. So, yeah. but we are definitely going to see a number. So, let's say, Jason, what did you say our, our our numbers are now? Well, I don't know what our numbers are at the moment. I could look them up real quick. Yeah. I was just I saw. I, I, th- I think we're like we're, I think we're like six seven thousand. I'm yeah. going to say you can double that in the next twenty four to forty eight hours at least double it. Um, I do believe the Ohio governor is correct when they say that they may be at a hundred thousand cases in Ohio alone, uh, because I do believe that almost every state that has any kind of international airports is probably at that number. Uh, I will go out on a limb and say this is going to be something that, that my wife would kill me for, but my <laughs> daughter, right before we went to Disney, yeah. had had a very unnormal viral infection, and and here's what got us. She had pneumonia for the first time in her entire life that went on for about a week and a half. From the day that I got into my car accident to two weeks afterwards, uh, she was massively sick and, and nothing seemed oh. to work. And we are now starting to believe that maybe she had a Corona at that moment. And so there is a good chance that 
a lot of those cases are going to start popping up when people start going out for their tests. Now, when that happens, we are going to see us go from this shutdown of, you know, no dining, no dining in, no, you know, just picking up your food going out and, and the recommendation recommendations to shut down these businesses to an actual federally enforced and mandated shutdown of yeah. all businesses that are not necessary for public health. And what I mean is anything that is not a grocery store or a, or a, uh, a public service of, of anything like, like a hospital or, or some kind of a utility company, all everything, but those are going to be shut down. And if they have anything to do with uh, mask people coming in and out of them, uh, something like a, even a food place that like a large scale food place, like a, like a Walmart's or a Sam's club, I think those are going to be shut down and they're going to try to keep people to like regular size Walmart super centers and stuff like that. They're normal sure. ones. I think they'll shut down those. Those are going to see get shut down. And here's where America's going to lose their mind. And I'm going to tell you why it's America's fault that this is going to happen. They are going to enact curfews. They are going to enact yeah. higher amounts of people on the streets, military and government and, and police enforcing these curfews. They are so... going to start non-voluntarily quarantining cases. They are going to start separating no more social, you know, the social segregation. They are going to yeah. mandate segregation between those who are sick and not diagnosed Fuck. And those who are diagnosed against those ones who are no longer even sick right now, if you got sick and went to an emergency room right now, your wife could not sit with you in the emergency room. She would have to drop you off and leave. So, they are going to get to the point where they are going to take you from there and you are not going to be allowed to go back home until you are checked and you are going to be locked down in those places. That is going to happen. And I why thought is that, that had started that way and it, then it changed. It, it, it's, it's going to go back to that, though. Wow. We are going to be originally all, most of them were being brought to Nebraska. Yes, that to happened. Be treated. Yes, Omaha, Nebraska is where they took the uh, where they took all the people. But they're they're out of room there, so now yeah. they are going to start in, enforcing that. So from <clears throat> from the national national friggin' high high risk disease center in, in Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> to turning all of the local hospitals into these kind of uh, kind of these outbreak centers, uh, like so we've seen in the movie Outbreak. It's kind I of did look. We are at a hundred deaths. We are at a hundred now. Uh, we we just hit a hundred deaths. Jesus um, Christ! I can't say. So I did not, and this was out of my own ignorance. I did not know that about the United States Public Health Service Commission Corps until they were on uh, the press conference the other day. Right. Yeah. Right. They're they're one of those ones you don't they don't want to tell you about. And look, it's it's for our, it's for our own good that we don't know about things like that because you don't want to ever think that the government has to consider these kinds of, you know, apocalyptic events. Yeah. But the fact is anything you can think of up to and including an alien invasion is a something that the government has planned for. They have they have actually wargamed it. They they have a plan of action for almost everything you can think of. God, man. So it's Now, here's why they're going to shut us all down. And yeah. this is where I'm going to get on my soapbox and point my finger at America. Do it. Americans are going to do what Americans want to do, right? Yeah. They don't like being told no. They don't like being told what they have to do. I mean, we have the highest amount of people in prison in this country because we can't stop breaking the fucking law because <laughs> yeah. we do whatever we want, right? I do what I want. The reason why we are the reason why we're going to get shut down and put in this situation is because people aren't going to follow the yeah. recommendations. Uh, people are going to do right. like the old men at, at that gas station or my wife. They are going to blow this off, think they can do what they want. You're going to have, forgive me for this, but millennials who aren't going to understand why they can't go out drinking with their Tinder dates. And they are going to, they are going to put us in the situation where they are going to have to lock us down. And yeah. they're not going to understand it. They're not going to get it for their own good. And it is. 
But that's the reason why we're going to get to that situation. And we're going to get to that situation sooner than later because, as you guys said earlier, we have not even begun to see the worst part of what's coming with this. Jesus. It's it's weird to me because, like, the scenario that you kind of, like, unfolded there when, you know, you're literally segregating families, you're you're separating the families, you're, you know what I mean, to quarantine and all this stuff. It almost sounds like a very military-type presence. And mm-hmm. with that, I think a lot of people are going to mistake that military presence for now the appearance of martial law. You're absolutely right. And they are. They are. And that is something that the government knows. Um, they take that into account. So you're going to see a very high amount of the the, the public faces, the, the, the voice boxes of everything going yes. on is going to stay in the CDC or, or the politicians are going to be the ones you're, you are rarely going to see any of like a normal press conference. For example, when we had the D.C. sniper attacks, every single press conference oh, out dude. there was the sheriff of the sheriff of the county and a bunch of guys in uniform standing there talking about it. You are not going to see that in these instances. You will see the sure. military out in the street doing what they're told to do, but you are not going to see press conferences and information being put out by uniformed soldiers or uniformed law enforcement because that does indicate a sense of martial law being enacted. Now, doubt it not, martial law will be enacted, but it will not be martial law where where a general is in charge of what's going on. It'll still be under the control of the federal government and specifically Centers for for Disease Control and the Human Health and uh, Health and Human Services units that, that are set up to, to do these type of operations. The closest to military control you'll see is the military uh, fast support medical teams that'll be put out there to, to assist people. So God, man, this is uh we, we're, we're in, we're in for, we're in for a, for a, a story for the centuries, man, because they, they no, cannot really. afford to allow the 1917 flu epidemic to re, to re reoccur. And that, that is what the biggest fear is. Cause that, that was almost a global ender for us. So well, that's just so what it, do we man. do? Right. Like we sit here we're and we're watching. Yeah, we, it, it sounds we sit boring. Here and we it sounds boring, it but we, we listen to what they say. We, we stay yeah. inside as much as we can. We, we try to remote work from home. We wash our hands like we have some kind of a mental disorder. Uh, and uh, we utilize, you know, we, we don't we don't interact with other people as often as we can. We don't take take advantage or take a false sense of security in the fact that children are not going to be as sick from this as as other diseases. And that's the one big thing that's scary is and the part of the 1917 flu epidemic that was so out of the ordinary from normal flus is the people that were affected the worst from it were the people that normally are not affected by the flu. Normally your 20 to 60 year old age groups are normally not as badly affected by the flu as the children and the adults. The 1917 epidemic was odd because it was all, it was the other way around. The yeah. old and the young didn't seem to get it as bad. And the people that were of age and healthy were the target threat zone. In this indication, they are the target threat zone for contracting, and therefore they're going to be the ones who are going to, you're going to see symptoms of. Uh, elderly people who have compromised immune systems are kind of screwed. Uh, young children are going to have, uh, much like what maybe my daughter had, they'll, have, they'll be a little sick, they'll, they'll have a couple bad days, but they'll get over it, and most healthy adults will, will have the same thing happen to them. Sure. However, though, the majority of your deaths are going to be the people in that age group who didn't get help, uh, medical help as early, so those people are the ones that when I talk to you and you say, what do you do, you listen to what the doctors are saying, even if it sounds ridiculous, you may not be saving or hurting yourself but you may be saving or hurting somebody who's got a history of kidney disease or a person who 
uh, is, is got elderly parents at home who now you're going to pass this disease on to and you're going right. to be the catalyst and the vector for that family suffering. And if, if that doesn't get you motivated to listen, congratulations, you're a fucking asshole. But don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Like, like, yes, you're selfish and you're a jerk off, but you're even far worse than that. You have no consideration for everyone around you and it will come back around to bite you in the ass. Uh, we don't need to panic about this big time. But we do need to take into account the fact that this is very dangerous to a very specific portion of the population. And also we have to get it through our heads that we are all going to get this disease. Now, this is something I explained to a friend of mine at work today who didn't really get it. If you look at all of the graphs they have out there, they have this thing talking about that big spike in people that get it. And they have that dotted line that goes across of what the healthcare system can handle. The reason why this is dangerous is because when we get above that spike, the people who are above that spike, healthy or not, are not going to get proper health care because the health care system is over, over, overrun with, with patients. So what they're trying to do with what they're doing now is now they're not keeping us from getting the coronavirus, guys. They're trying to spread it out so that we don't all get it at once. Sure. So we're going to all get this. Uh, it's going to probably hit you sometime in the next year, and you'll either have symptoms or you won't. It'll be really bad for a couple of days or it won't. Or if you're somebody with a, with one of those pre-existing conditions, you're going to have a real bad time. But but if we all get it at one time because of how fast this thing spreads, then more people than need to are going to die from it. And that is yeah. what they're really trying to stop. And I think if they had made the decision to tell everyone that up front and just say, look, everyone needs to get this and let it run its course like chicken pox does with little kids. Yep then maybe they wouldn't be at the point right now where they're trying to explain why something that shouldn't kill you is so dangerous because now everyone's kind of put that together. Well, it shouldn't kill me. It's not that dangerous. Yes, you're right. But it's very dangerous when you might, you may need 24 hours of hospital care Dude, yeah. and you can't get it because all the hospital beds are full of people because they didn't wash their hands and listen either. God, man. Heaven forbid. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sick last week and I had, I had all but one of the symptoms of it. <laughs> And I did not want to go in. I, I got, I, I have no idea and I will never know if I actually had it unless I get it again, which means I didn't have it. Right. Um, right. I did not go into the doctor because one, usually I get through things pretty quickly. And two, I didn't want to put myself at risk of possibly getting it at the doctor's office. Yeah. yeah, that's something that I think a lot of us going forward from this point forward, we're going to there's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to have to try to find a way to get past that because they're not wrong. You're not you're not wrong with that thought process. However, are you doing anyone any good by not getting checked and not getting helped out? One thing you might be doing is you might be spreading the virus a little bit more than you want because people aren't aware. And, and because you think you don't, mm -hmm. you may make the mistake of putting yourself in a situation socially where you spread it. But then there's the other thing. You may have it and you don't want to go in and you let it go for a couple of days and then you hit the bad day. And because yeah. you didn't get checked early and now the bad day hits and you're not in the situation where you're in the process of being checked, you're going to have to wait for them to eliminate flu from being the possible cause, yeah. isolating you until you get into proper health care. You may put yourself in the situation where now you're during the spike zone and you can't get health care. And then you end up dying from something that could have been cured by an IV and some freaking Tylenol. Because mm -hmm. you were in that situation. And that's it. I can't fault you for that. I, I've done the same thing multiple times. I'm as hard-headed as anyone else. I think the difference is you and I are both willing to accept that this is something that's happening. So, but yeah, and, and, and actually, they're not accepting things, that this is happening. And that's where the danger yeah. is. Things have changed dramatically in the last four days. And they I sure probably have. would react differently if I came down with the symptoms now than when I did a week ago. I would hope so. I would hope yeah. so, Jason. We need you around. We need, we need the Koopsik around.
So, you gotta uh, have that yeah, it's, it's it's odd, guys. We we are I nobody saw this coming except for that one doctor in in China. But um, he kind of he kind of ain't around to tell us how bad things are. And I think the important thing yeah. for right now is to to accept the fact that it's going to get worse before it gets better. But also not to get yourself so stressed out about it because one of the one of the side effects of being massively stressed out is is a compromised immune system. Uh, you know, stress is the number one killer in the United States, and that that that's a good that is a really important thing to remember right now. So, although it's hard to not stay stressed about this, though, you want to try to keep a keep a little bit of the whole. I understand this is a situation that's going on, but but I'm going to get through it. You have to apply a little bit of Trump's thought process of it'll blow over. But you've got to also <laughs> take into a fact, take into account the fact that if you let yourself believe it too much and get too stressed out and worried about it, that if you do get sick, your your immune system gets compromised by stress far worse than yeah. any kind of other method for a normal, healthy individual. And you don't want to have a compromised immune system right now. Right now, you want your immune system. You want to take a lot of vitamin C, wash your hands a lot. Stay inside, go out in the backyard and, and let that sun ray hit you and get, get some vitamin D in your body. Uh, keep your, your family close. Keep keep chill. Get yourself about seven days worth of food. But don't, yeah. like they said, don't hoard food to where other people are without it. Uh, it's more important to stop buying meat, guys. Buy things like dry goods, things that are going to last a little bit longer. Uh, you may not like ramen because it's not healthy, but you know what? Having ramen is better than not having any food. And, and sure. eating that would be better than nothing. Uh, good news is they're not going to shut our water off. They're not going to shut our electricity off. They've already enacted those 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 plans. So if you can't get get any money because you're out of work right now, help is coming financially. Uh, my biggest fear right now with all this is the fact that uh, and economically the world is crashing. Yeah, it's hard. And uh, who knows what that's going to lead to? Because normally economic strife leads to war, and this is always a good this is always a good excuse for some country like North Korea or Iran to start some shit. So sure. Well, I know that this doesn't, uh, I know that this doesn't fully affect our military readiness, but does it at all? Oh, absolutely. It does. Uh, so you, you, you consider the fact that you've got, you've got deployed military who are fighting in a third world country, Afghanistan. If you think this thing is bypassing Afghanistan to get to Iran, Mm -hmm. you're fucking smoking pot. Uh, so it is affecting them. And we've got guys forward who are in, in third world countries, you know, doing contingency operations and fighting a war. Plus, you've got military bases. Now, today, uh, this is not something that has been broadcast widespread, but the first civilian federal employee on Fort Bragg, North Carolina, has been diagnosed with the coronavirus this evening. So that wow. happened this evening. Uh, they're, they're not putting that out like that because they're saying his home is in a different county. So they're reporting him as being a member of a different county than what the Post is at. But you've got a, a government employee who's been working on Fort Bragg, the most important friggin' special operations and forward forward action base in all of all of the United States yeah. has now got a confirmed case of coronavirus on it. So if you think of an entire unit on Fort Bragg coming down with coronavirus, you can't deploy that unit. So if somebody starts something, if if Delta Force got coronavirus outbreak, can you imagine the, the terrorism that, that could be on a on a you know dealt with if if you had an entire 30 days of, of a unit that, that's supposed to be rapid deployment and cannot deploy. Also, you have North, let's say North Korea has a huge outbreak. And North Korea is another country we have no idea what's going on inside of it. And, and we, we, we just have no idea. So let's say North Korea is in the midst of something and they now start wanting to flex their muscles with some nuclear bombs dropped in, in the Sea of Japan or something like that. Can you invade that country when they have an outbreak of such a virulent, 
dangerous virus. So you lose the ability now to address foreign foreign governments who are going to press, you know, push their buttons because they know that they can say, well, the United States, you can come attack us if you want, but note to self, we're we're all coroned out over here. So it does affect game planning and war planning. So yeah, it definitely affects affects the military and their readiness as much as it does local police departments and their readiness. I mean, you San Francisco said they're not going to arrest anybody. And Damn. North Carolina asked people to stop breaking the law. Dude, I, I saw I mean, this. Really? I saw Literally, that. they asked people to stop. Could you please stop uh, breaking the law while we it? have this virus going on? I, I actually Who shared a post on Instagram or on Facebook today under ectoplasm where it was in Texas. I think it was Texas. No, it was Colorado. Colorado, Colorado sheriffs. Yeah. Actually said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stop breaking the law because we can't. And that's their that's their hint is yeah. they know that it affects their ability to do their jobs and to handle law enforcement issues. And and yeah, fed, federal military issues are definitely affected by this. And that I don't want to say that to scare anyone. That's just a fact. I think facts right now are worth more than than trying to stop panic. Everyone's panicking anyway. So exactly. at this point, they should just tell us what's going on. But they're not. And so, Jason, I'm with you. There's something they're not telling us. And we I don't know what are- it is. Holy, as a nation, our people are not ready for something like this. It doesn't matter if it's a virus or not. We have been complacent for a long time. People are not taught to survive because they don't have a need to. Mm -hmm. This is going to change a whole generation of people for, um, like, like, like maybe like the Great Depression did. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think you're absolutely right. I, th- I think the economic fallout of this is going to last far past the virus. So let's say at worst case scenario, we have that 317 million people die. And then right afterwards, we go into a global depression. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I, I can't. I mean, I, I would not even have someone who's a little bit more worldly and doesn't think along the lines and guys don't take this as a hit. But the millennials are very much pampered in, in, a, in a certain way. They don't have the they don't have the outlook on life that many of us Gen Xers do. Yeah, you know, we we yeah. us three grew up in where we were very much Reagan Gen Xers, where we were very pessimistic about things, and so therefore it gives us a little bit of where we can buy that the world's not a nice place. Right. This is going to affect a lot of younger people who are. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, the boomers are going to all get boomed out from this if it's as bad as they say it is then you gen xers are going to be like told you so and then the millennials are going to not know what to do the millennials yeah. and the, the generation z's are going to they're they're literally going to pay the price for this long term and i agree with you jason they are going to it's going to alter their entire outlook and their the way they look at the lives that they lead for the next 70 years if they if they're lucky enough to make it that long jeez man I think I need to grab another drink on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I meant not to come on and panic oh, anyone. I, I no, do no, want to no, say no, that no. I, think, <clears throat> I, think, I think this is going to be something that we're very much going to get through. It's just going to it's going to be a hard lesson for a lot of people in reality. Yeah. yeah. We've been um, on the Ecto show. We've been talking about this for quite a while. So yeah. our listeners, at least whether or not we get the correct information, they're at least we're aware of this as a possibility for a while now. Right, I understand. I just don't want to be the one that pushes that one person who's, you know, 2 seconds away from, you know, I'm going to I'm going to end it all now before it gets me. Don't do that. Uh stick around um because it's going to be an interesting ride. Uh yeah. but I, I if you're out there and you're saying, "Well, just really scaring me." Good. Uh but take that fear and apply it in a in a productive way to finally either listening, following or start making plans. 
here's something I tell a lot of guys when they talk about preparedness and well, what's the difference between someone who's who's like me, who's not a doomsday prepper, but I don't I always am ready for anything that comes my way is the fact that I've at least sat down and thought about if this happens, what am I going to do? And that way, when it happens, no matter how bad it is, you won't spend that time freaking out about what happened and then coming up with a plan. You'll have already in a sound mind and body and with yeah. a with an open open thought process and critical thinking, you've gone through what are the steps you're going to take. That way, after you freak out about said catastrophe, you can then get right to implementing it, something that you've already considered and at least in your mind have made plans of what you're going to do when it happens. And that's what I want everyone to walk away with. Walk away with having the thought, having the conversation with your families. If things go as bad as as some of these conspiracies theorists say that they are and way worse than what we would talk about on this show or or what we're talking about now – but way out there, like the reptilians are the source of this or whatever. <laughs> Just have a plan. Have a plan of what you're going to do. So that way when it happens, you can get over quickly the shock of it and then just get right to acting because the he without a plan is just another statistic. And so sure. make a plan and then just have a plan. That's it. I mean that's best I can say without you know telling you it's going to be all right and patting you on the butt because it, it may not smart, be right. I think it's smart though, man. Yeah, I think you're smart. Butt. And like you said, you're not trying to like freaking spread fear or anything like that. No, you're coming at us no. with in a completely no bullshit type of way. It's like, look, this is what's happening. That's it. Yeah. Accept it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like you said, yeah. be prepared, make a plan, and and off you go. That's what that's what Josh's we all need. Plan to do. has always been that I'm going to come get him. Yeah, you <laughs> have to come. Coops, it comes to me, and then we fucking figure some <laughs> shit they go out. Find Jeff. Yeah, that's and then we go find Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a break. Play a couple ads. I'm going to go grab another beer. All I'll right. be right back. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Welcome back to Conspiracy Analysis. Why are you saying welcome back? Because we're just coming back? Anyways. Anyways. If you like conspiracy talk and... Paranormal talk. And ghost talk. And... 
conspiracy talk <laughs> <laughs> and news and uh, uh yeah nerd news every now and then and stuff like that come see your boy mick shagger boy hey man shag nasty i'm fucking here too oh oh and and i'm nick the coon and nick you gotta work on that and nicky neck this hey, is the podcast where we don't know shit and we tell you all about it that's right and we're on spotify and itunes and google podcasts and instagrams and, and facebooks and emails and, and instagrams those places and unfortunately facebooks yeah that too but come and give us a listen. Thanks for listening to this promo that we yeah, put together yeah. at the last minute. Later. All right, peeps. Welcome back. Ectoplasm show round two. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, boys. So now what? So now where do we go with this? You kind of told us what's going on. Mm-hmm. You kind of told us. I mean, the last thing we talked about is just be prepared. Just, you know, have that plan in place. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about the, your, your, your self indoctrination on the internet with information. Um, (laughs) there's, there's, there's two, there's two things you should always do when you get, and I'm talking about guys, I don't care how much you support the president, how much you don't support the president. When you hear something out of his mouth or anyone's mouth in any press briefing, if you read an article about anything that states that something is a fact, this is the time for critical thinking. Uh, you should be double checking everything online so you don't end up like my poor wife who thinks something that sounds legitimately real is something that's not. So you're not thinking that, well, when warm weather comes around, the virus will go away. There is plenty of CDC, you know, factor fiction sites, you know, frequently asked questions. What is the virus about? Uh, get Educate yourself while you're sitting home in the next couple of days on, like Jason said, the, knowing he knows all of the symptoms of minus one that he had. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be waiting until you start feeling sick to start looking into what are what are the symptoms? What should I be looking out for? What are high threat areas and low threat areas as far as spreading the virus? Um, and don't just buy one site. You know, go out and read multiple sites. Read reputable news sources, folks. Yeah. Um, the Daily Mail is not a place to find your, your – it's not your one-stop source uh, for coronavirus information. I'm talking about things like um, you know, CNN and Fox News and MSNBC. Those are good places for, for – factual articles but don't read opinions don't read op-eds and get on the cdc the who websites and look up the status and the the facts on those sites um i have the my yahoo mail feed is because i work in it i have it running scrolling at the bottom of my screen all the time and that's that's just for me being my work as what i do in it already but i've literally just set the standard anything coronavirus related pop up i want to know when something came out. i knew today immediately i think i was right afterwards I, I spoke with jason we sent some text back and forth right after they said it might be airborne i knew it and yeah the first source that it came out on was the new york post which could be considered a tabloid by some people but within 10 minutes of it hitting new york post it was on nbc yeah. and cbs and everywhere else so i was able to verify that they think that it's it may have gone airborne so be a little more worldly. Do not get your news from Facebook. Do God. not get your news from the Ectoplasm Show. Everything I'm saying tonight, I want you guys to go out and verify on your own. You'll see that a lot of what I'm saying is true. That's why I gave you the sources for uh, the government action plans. You can read a lot in there. And that way when certain things happen, you won't be taken by surprise by them. You also won't interpret something that isn't what it is because you see something. Like you said, Josh, if you see military – National Guard guys in the street, you're like, oh, my God, martial law has been yeah. enforced. Remember what the National Guard and, and the reserves are for. They're, they're local sources of, of 
catastrophe containment. So they're going to be out there to assist the police and everything like that with keeping you safe. And this isn't like a government takeover where there's some, this isn't like where they're coming to come over and they're going to take all your guns. Uh, What's going on right now is literally something that is healthy human services related. We're talking about people's lives as far as diseases are concerned. So don't be confused and think that this is something other than what it is. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's it's interesting, like what you brought up, they, you know, don't get your news from your news feed on Facebook or anything like that. Right. It's it's amazing to me how many people out there will, you know, uh, share or retweet or whatever, like a meme that has supposedly factual information on it when it's complete horseshit. Um, right. And right. people buy this like people actually buy into this stuff. But I've already seen it um, kind of sneaking in there every once in a while, especially on Facebook. Uh, a couple of people saying like, oh, this is it. This is the beginning of martial law. You know, all that stuff. I'm like, fuck me. Here we go. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I thought I'd bring it up, because it it only takes a handful of those jackasses. Right, right. I mean, mis- mis- misunderstanding of the situation is very dangerous. You can have something as simple as uh, public quarantine and, and the National Guard moving in to hand out water bottles turn into a weirdo friggin' right-wing lunatic thinking they're coming to get his guns, and he gets into a shootout with, with some, yes. some National Guard guys in the street that spreads very quickly and becomes a situation that it wasn't to begin with. So <laughs> it's very important that we educate ourselves as to what the situation is, what's going on, what they're going to do, uh, what they plan to do, what may happen. And also, man, don't be afraid to tell those people around you who are not listening exactly what I said in the beginning, where the life you save is likely not your own. Um, being, don't be ignorant and say things like, well, this flu correct people say, excuse me, sir, this is not the flu. And I recommend you read up on it. Yeah. He might give you a queer look and, and, and call you a name, but maybe later on when he's not so high in his horse, he might be like, man, let me check. And you may end up yeah. giving that guy the incentive to read up a little bit on his own and educate himself and save him and his poor wife and their their families. The good news is, guys, is dogs are not affected by this mm-hmm. and and kids are, are, are pretty bounced back easy. Yeah. Having said that, don't be like my wife and start letting your daughter go all over to her friend's house and visit because she's going to bring that coronavirus back to your home. <laughs> and oh. she may not have it, but she's going to bring it back to you guys, and then you're going to have it. So I had to put oh. a kibosh on that today and tell my wife, look, her being out of school is not carte blanche for her to go visit all of her, her friends who don't who pick their noses and don't wash their hands. Yeah, dude. Um, Kids are so that's fucking just another gross. Vector. <laughs> Kids are so fucking gross. I've got they three are. of them. God. Gross. Oh, my God. I said, whoa. As I, you know, I just said, whoa. I'm looking, I have headphones on. My daughter comes walks in. Oh, my daughter comes walking up behind me. I don't have any mirrors in here. She like right oh, over yeah. my shoulder and scared the shit out of me. Dude, that's Woo. amazing. Good night, baby. My daughter's going to bed. Oh, She's taking her man. coronavirus with her. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, sorry. That scared me. I remember the episode that you guys were on where something scared the shit out of freaking Jason one night. Oh, man. Oh, my Woo. God, dude. All right. So great. So fucking great. Or anyway, go back to what you were saying, Josh. I'm sorry. I don't even remember what it was. No, what I was going to say earlier, though, is that it it is funny to me uh, because you said, you know, the the gentleman who would barricade himself inside because the military is coming to take his guns and all that stuff. Why? And this is completely unrelated. But why the fuck is that? That is where our heads go immediately. Oh, they're going to take our guns. 
What the well, fuck? Well, the media has indoctrinated us with thinking that everything's about, you know, if <laughs> it's, it's not so about crazy. taking your guns from you, it's about people hoarding guns. And so yes. everyone goes, oh, there's a there's God. a healthy distrust of the government, and that's good. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good thing, good. though. I mean, yes. Do not trust them. That's but, also part of the major divide that the media wants yeah, us to be in. That's a fair point, and yeah. They want to divide everybody in this absolutely, world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's part of it. I, God, I listened man. to an hour and a half today about them talking about uh, President Trump calling it the, the Chinese flu or the Chinese. Yes, maybe he shouldn't have said that. Absolutely right. But is right now the time for us to have that conversation? Probably, Probably not. not. Probably but let's not. get at some information <laughs> out there. There is something that I saw in the news today that really, really kind of you know made my heart smile a little bit. But I thought should have been told a little bit more. In Italy, there was a guy who had owned a failing business. And his failing business was he owned a 3D print shop. His wife was a orderly at the local hospital. The local hospital had run out of valves for their respirators. And these valves are a specific type of valve that needs to be made by the company and can only be used, you know, they have to be cleaned a certain way and everything like that. So they had run out. The people were not getting the health care that they needed. She said, you know, my husband's got a 3D printer. We're closing down the business because he's not making any money. Give me a second. Let me call him and see if he can do anything to help us. And this gentleman went and grabbed his 3D printer setup, brought it to the hospital. Within a half hour, Whoa. they had designed and started printing out these valves that were disposable, that they could use them and just throw them out. And he created so many of them with this 3D printer that he's lucratively made his business solvent again. And he's helping out people because he's donating the stuff. And those kind of stories, I think, need to be a little bit more out there instead of these these giant, massively, yeah. you know, end of the world, everything's going to die Talk about humans helping humans a little bit and give yeah. everyone a little bit of hope because if we're a little bit more positive about helping each other out, we're very likely to survive this in, in, in more peace – in one piece rather than in two or three pieces. You know, if we keep going with this morbid look at, at everything that's going on, yes, are things going to get bad? Sure. But if we stand by and help each other out and we, we use common sense, this is very survivable and very much we're going to get past it. Yeah, but I wish there was more stories like that rather than like J- uh, Jason said, the media doing its best to divide and conquer us as much as they can, which seems to be their 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 normal mo nowadays. So you know, and I, I often wonder about that. What what is mainstream media going to do? You know, when you know, like when Trump's not in office, which I mean, you know, one day that's going to happen. You know, and what the fuck then, like. Is, does it just They'll roll do what they over? Normally do. They'll just pick on the next. Just roll over to the next president, right? Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, but unfortunately, if they if they send us all into a giant panic and and civilization as it as we know it crumbles, uh, yeah. they may have a a very a very dirty hand in that uh, the way that they're going right now. Now it's interesting though too because you and we kind of alluded to this earlier too, like what could potentially be going on behind the scenes, and I found that interesting because I I enjoy reading the news uh, and, and getting my news in different sources, like you suggested as well. I didn't even realize this. But while all of this coronavirus thing has been going on, the the second person now, they have now cured the second person of HIV in the UK. This is now the second time they've been able to successfully do this. Like they're taking huge steps towards completely eradicating HIV and AIDS and it's fucking radio silence, comma blackout. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking yeah, nothing. Yeah, you got, a, you got a March tenth, twenty twenty. Come BBC on, news post of it. And that's yes, it. exactly. And I'm like, this. And that was a stem cell be... transplant, by the way, folks. Yeah, this... it was. Yes, and I'm like, this should be huge. You know, we should be. God damn it, we should be talking about this. And 
right? We're, we're not. You know, there was, uh, I know a couple airstrikes that happened uh, in, in Iraq, I believe. Well, that'll make the news because that, that's, you know, if it bleeds, but, it leads. So. But Jesus Christ. Like, and we're still not hearing much on that. Now, there was a little, I will say that, there was a little, but not, it's not getting the coverage. I mean, we lost two uh, American soldiers in that airstrike as well. Um, right. right. We're hearing nothing on it. You know, it's just, uh, it's frustrating to me. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, there ain't, there ain't no telling them they're going to make their money. That's the thing that, that you know that with everyone shutting down their, their revenue streams, you know, oh, who's not stop. shutting down their revenue streams, you know, the New York Times, they're, <laughs> exactly. they're still pumping out their articles. Uh, and, and as well, they should. I, I don't want sure, you know, yeah, journalism to go away. We need it right now more than ever. Yeah. But what we need is we need honest journalism that's actually focused on giving us information yeah. rather than focused on, you know, dividing and conquering us and, and, and putting wedges between the right and the left wing. And there's it, it kills me to watch politics be be played out during an epidemic like this when you know they should be there should be a united front much like there was after 9-11 with with what's going on because this is as life-changing as 9-11 was afraid of making the other side look good by unifying you know and that's exactly and that's super it's so weird to me because it's it's two fucking wings on the same damn bird you know what i mean and that's what pisses me off bro it's like we're all going in the same fucking direction and it wouldn't kill us just to work together, no matter how briefly. But fuck yeah, man. Give kudos where it's due. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's ridiculous. And and and, and hold those responsible when they step on their crank, whether or not yes. they're in the same party or you or not. Yes. You know, it's like, it, yeah, it goes both ways. It's, it it's, does, man. It's jacked up. I, I, I'm sorry. If, if I know you said your, your listeners have been listening to this for a long time now, but I, if, if I hope they, they they saw maybe they'll see my name on there and say just going to debunk another uh, cryptid. But um, <laughs> I, I can't this time. I think this is this is. I think it was important. I really appreciate you guys bringing me. In. I'm not oh, wrapping no, up, us up or anything. I'm just. I really appreciate you guys bringing me on this time because I really had this urge to, to talk to people out there uh, about what's really going on and and if they're not as cautious as they should be getting them a little more cautious. And if they are overly cautious, just to draw them back a little bit, say, Hey, look, man, not the end of the world. Not yet. Uh, could, could be maybe, but, but not, not if we do this right. Not if we keep our heads about us. Yeah. Well, it's definitely illuminating. I mean, I didn't mean that you did, weren't giving us any information we didn't already have. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, meant that, um, we've been aware of it for a little while, which is not the yeah. case for most Americans. Um, but yeah, so I, I could say that there are a lot of things that you've talked about tonight that I didn't necessarily not consider, but didn't think that we were quite headed there, but uh, I'm telling you, I could see, I could see any number of scenarios happening. And I think what you've talked about could very well be very likely. And you know what, man, I hope I'm wrong. I I mean, there, there would be nothing would make me happier than to be just dead cold wrong. And tomorrow we wake up and and all of a sudden, you know, the things are turning the other direction. But one of the things that uh, a really good friend of mine who works, works in the, uh, the medical field, he told me, he's like, if you take what happened in Italy and and break it down to a timeline and then superimpose um, from case one in the United States over top of that, we are on track to hit, when the Italian bump up and the explosion happened should have happened today. So oh, wow. uh, give her, you know, plus or minus 24 hours. Uh, we're going to start seeing that, that yeah. explosion of, of cases go, go on and everything like that. 
Now, and, is it just simply because we now have more more testing kind of readily available? Yes. Okay. And yes, that's just that's kind exactly of what, what it is. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's because obviously it's not going to spread. I mean, even if if only fifty percent of the population heeded the advice of the government, you would you would have you would have a, a major impact on the spread of the virus. And that's where I, I I'm really concerned that people will, will unnecessarily freak out, thinking that oh my god, it's already here. It's it's already been here, folks, and it's been yeah. here for for weeks now. Uh, for example, the first case that popped up officially was a woman in Chicago, and she had gotten the disease from a trip that she had made to Wuhan, China. And what people failed to realize was that her trip from China coming home was 24 days before the onset of symptoms. So Jesus. we have two weeks, which is the magic number, yeah. but apparently it can go even longer than that. Uh, wow. So she either was exposed to somebody else uh, within that 24 <clears throat> days and came down with it, which means there was widespread, you know, spreading of this disease already in Chicago or 21 days or 14 days isn't the deadline for, for, for you can, you know, you can have maybe up to a month later. I've, I've heard some stories recently today that there are people who may not show any symptoms sure, uh, at yeah. all. They, they just become carriers. And so, um, the fact Several that we're of not- the people on the cruise ship that were yeah. confirmed yeah. to have it never showed, never any symptoms. showed a symptom. Right. 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 But then or there's if also they did people. Have symptoms, it was too. It was too minor for them to even notice, really themselves. Yeah. Now I also know uh, people out there that are um, that have tested positive for this. They are, I mean, relatively young, younger than us, gentlemen. You know, and uh, relatively physically fit as well. Like, I mean, nothing really wrong with them at all. No pre-existing condition whatsoever. They said this fucking sucks. They said this is like the mm-hmm. worst pain that they've been in. It 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 makes right. you wonder right. what the fuck is is. Is it um, for a, a body to react in certain ways and a body to react in other ways? Uh, you know, what's the antecedent of that? It's super yeah, weird. Well, th- that's that's the big thing is I, right. I've read in a couple places that that the 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 down the spiral thing that people go through with this disease is not from the disease's effects in the body. It's from the body's reaction to the disease so yeah. whether or not you have the kind of immune system that overreacts to things if you're someone who gets really really ill then some things that are happening in the lungs apparently are causing people after they've already had their initial you know worst part of the disease their lungs reactions afterwards are what are causing people to circle the drain and that's yeah. a little scary to think about but also gives you a little bit of hope that when you start feeling these symptoms as long as you get to a doctor in time they can you know hopefully prevent you from getting to that point so i'm with you man it's it's really weird because what's killing people is not the disease per yeah. se it's it's what your body's immune reaction is to it that's that's causing all these kind of uh uh really bad malicious symptoms it is it's you know not to sound morbid or anything like that but it's fascinating at the same time like oh yeah kind of how this is behaving in certain ways and how it's almost not behaving in other ways and I just don't know. I don't know what to to make of this yet, and I'm I don't know. I'm interested to learn more about it. That's what I'll say about it. Yeah, and that's the good thing is that, that we still have the the mindset to be able to do that, where we're not just so dead dead shocked, scared of this thing. But what I, I find interesting is is so this airborne you know mutation of the disease was yeah. this something that the disease always had, or exactly. do we have an outbreak, the film outbreak scenario going on here where the, it's <laughs> mutated? You know, <laughs> while d- during the outbreak, which that oh. that could be scary. If Did you, you guys think about see a disease uh, that's 
Yeah, it's fun. It's up. already mutated once previously, yes, and they exactly. documented it. What we right. have in the West originally was a less vir- virulent yep. version of what was in China. Right. But so if that's already happened once, it could absolutely happen again and probably will. Most likely. Right. Which, which, which does feed into the whole was this somehow a. You know, was this a was this a biological agent of some sort that has some kind of minute, you know, yeah. you know, RNA manipulation done to it to help it to help it keep on the move, which I'm a little less likely to believe that. But it's not something I can say for a fact isn't the case because Lyme disease, as we know, is 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 the is the is the plague of 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 the northeast portion of the United States. Everyone in my family growing up had that disease. Sure. And it wasn't it wasn't very long afterwards that they were able to track back the fact that that disease was was a lab creation by the U.S. government in, in the, uh, you know, at at their disease center right there, right outside of Long Island. So, Gosh. it's it's it has happened in the past. They they see. Have. I always thought that militant, um, militant. What what's the term? Um, I always thought it was a disease that was released to keep people out of the woods. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was tracked back. There's a really good there's a really good book called uh, I want to say I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find the name of the book for it. I think it's called Unit 731. But I'm looking it up while I'm talking. It was uh, it was in that that uh, that island, the uh, the the island that's off the coast of Long Island where they have the uh, the animal disease center. And uh, it had gotten into the ticks. It had gotten out uh, and landed in its first known case was in what was called Lyme, Connecticut, which hence where it gets the name Lyme there disease. It is, yeah. And so. It spread around and gotten everybody, and so many people have it, and so many people have symptoms that are similar to to just, you know, like arthritis that that many people don't realize that they've had this disease, which made it go really far, really fast, and uh, it's very much a that disease is very much a guilty government guilty slap your hand, you let that one get out, you know, AIDS virus is not, you know, I know that there was a lot of belief that it was at first but we've we've thank god found the truth out about that one yeah, and when that yeah. that one came from but the lyme disease epidemic is definitely a uh you know my bad on the u.s government yeah so. and i was mostly joking joking about that just like i joke about how uh the lone star <clears throat> disease is re- released by militant vegans um, lone star lab 257 uh, is the right. name of the book, The Disturbing Story of, uh, I don't remember the name of the thing. Uh, let me see book details here. I've read this book. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, La- so uh, Lab, Lab 257 is the name. Yeah. I, I recommend reading it. It's about, it's about the government's secret germ laboratory in the, the Northeast and, and the disease and Lyme disease outbreak. I think that, Fuck. well, obviously a lot more people are taking notice. Uh, even just two weeks ago, any pop-up about this in a local news story on Facebook um, as a headline would get you know a hundred people doing the laughing emoji at it and now it's down to maybe two or three people doing the laughing emo- laughing emoji i know that's not a you know scientific test on how people are reacting to it but i think a lot of the people that weren't so worried about this or yeah. believing in this it, have kind of turned the corner Right, and it and it's it's gone even farther than that. As a an IT guy that does a lot of work with Facebook, as you know, um, I've been we've been told recently to to cleanse the Facebook feeds of all um, joking and 
uh, offensive information about this virus. So I spend my my days keeping Brent Hand from being put in Facebook jail. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, that guy's good. He doesn't really mean it like that. Oh and so my god, pats it on. But there's there's a lot of people out there that are making some very distasteful jokes yeah. that you know it, it. Like you said, it's no longer a laughing emoji kind of thing. Now it's a hey man, a little less a uh, little less funny going on yeah. with this because people are start, at least at least people are starting to take a little bit more seriously and i think that people are starting to look at the government response and they're starting to do what we naturally do is as the kind of skeptics that we are is we're like wait a minute why i tell you the second that they shut down um sporting events and started turning that was the big indicator to me yeah you know, nobody turns mm-hmm. off their revenue stream unless there's a especially you're talking about multi-million dollar companies turning off revenue streams the ufc canceling fights you know the, stuff like that doesn't happen unless it, it's right. serious right well yeah i mean in the end it's an indication of something it's not nothing i Absolutely. mean if it was it, 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 it's either and I, I think this is still in my possibility it's either that this is a really bad thing and they know that it's going to be a very bad thing or this is the final my, my conspiracy side still has a little bit of a a side in there that this the maybe 1% could still be the world one world government finally making yeah. its play Man. um well, yeah that, it, I, I mean, in yeah, my I, mind I, it's I one know. or there's, the there's, other it's the one thing. or the other there's, so everything there's something going on right now going with everything on. going on right now i can't say you're wrong as yeah. much as i'd like to cuz i cuz we don't know we don't know. It's 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 that, and the, we don't know because they won't tell us, and that that feeds into the whole. Well, if you're not telling us why, you know, at this point, exactly. what are you gaining by being cryptic about this? Nothing. All you're doing is getting people like me to now notice. Yeah, dude. It could be an aptitude that they weren't. Well, it's not that that the military and the the, the government wasn't ready, but maybe they didn't. They they figured out that they, the American people weren't ready, and then they didn't come out fast enough to start preparing the American people for this. So now they're having to start too late, and mm-hmm. these are just the steps that they are taking to get us prepared for us. And because they know if they just came out with it, there would be all out panic. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's God. I don't even know. I'm I'm, I'm speechless beyond yeah. that because I just I. Just, I got some big questions about what what it is that they know they're not saying. Yeah. And I mean, that's what kind of sucks about it is that's, you know, the only thing we we can do over here is just kind of like hurry up and wait and see how everything starts to kind of exactly see how it starts to play out and then speculate further and, you know, try to put together this fucking crossword puzzle, basically. It's just bizarre. But Jeff, my friend, like. there's a good there's a good website worldometers.info. Uh you can sit yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can see it sit there and watch the numbers just go up. You know, it's wow. like wow. Dude, uh, so nuts. you know 198,422 uh virus cases, you know, 7,987 deaths. Uh and then the the good news at the bottom is 882,762 have recovered from this. So wow. yeah, there is a there is an ability to there's a very high ability to recover from this like i said before the the danger in this is the speed in which it's spreading it and how big the spike is so that is insane though well yeah because if we all get sick at once they only have like sixteen thousand respirators in the country at the yeah, moment dude i yeah, saw right. this, that's yes. nothing compared to our population no nothing yeah you're absolutely right but you know 
Fake news. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Now Jeff, my friend, where can people find you online on the social medias, on the the Twitters and Twatters of the of the world? <laughs> Twitters and Twatters. Uh, you can find me go to go to podbelly.com and look for changing hearts and minds. Uh, you can find me on there, listen to a couple of my shows if you like military history. If you don't like military history, go on there and listen to it anyway. Give me my downloads. Uh, you can find me on Facebook if you if you look up Changing Hearts and Minds podcast. You can also look up Changing Hearts and Minds podcast on Twitter and on Instagram and find me. Uh, and uh, also, if, if you're a follower of, of the Ectoplasm show and you don't want to go searching through the, the spheres, of the tweet, Twitters and twat spheres, you can go and just I'll be on one of their their lists there and you can just find me there. Or you can just find Jeff Adamick and send me some requests. Um, I'd love to have you guys. If you have any um, comments or concerns or anything, hit me up and ask me questions. You may not like my answer, but I'll tell you as honest as I can. That's one thing about you, bro, is like, you, again, you don't mince words. You just tell it the way it is. And I fucking appreciate the hell out of that because that's exactly what we need in this day and age. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I am what I am. I love it. I freaking love it. Now, Koopsik. Hopefully, Fucker. hopefully we will be in the clear enough that we can oh. have events go on and the KC Paracon can still happen and you can come out for it. Yes, yes. the KC Paracon this year is my I was going to normally I come to the uh, to the to the con. But uh, the con has been canceled. Also, because of my trip to uh, to uh, Corona World, I'm in Disney World. I, I decided not, not. I couldn't go this year, and also with the accident and everything, it put me over the finance limit. But the the Paracon this year, I'm looking forward to coming. And even though I'm not a uh, paranormal show and everything like that, uh, Jason knows that my 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 history speaks for itself, and I, I love coming out there and and hanging out and stuff. So if you come out to the Paracon this year, come come find me and Jason and give me a high five. Say what's up. Give them a little patch. Actually, have, rub elbows. Rub elbows. You may have yeah. to just oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. They have rescheduled Comic-Con. It, it is for two weeks after Paracon. I wouldn't expect you to come to both. I'd rather you come to my Paracon. Oh, I would uh, rather come to the Paracon this year, too. I think it's uh, it's uh, it sounds like a blast, and uh, I haven't been to it yet, so I think that's going to be my that's gonna be my focus as long as I'm Corona-free. Right. I'll be the guy dressed up like a giant, you know, Purell hand dispenser. <laughs> smell like smell like bleach and cleanser. This would be great. You'll be all used up by the end of it. Mm. God, mm. yeah. We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> now, Koopsik, do you got anything else for the good peeps at home? Um. Yeah, go to ectoplasmshow.com. We had somebody buy a hoodie last month, and we didn't even know. What? Uh, so our our Threadless store is still active. You can still get a pink hoodie with our logo on it, like the person that. last month did. I gotta get on there. <laughs> that person that bought shit. that hoodie, please send us a photo yeah, of I you see wearing that. Send send me that hoodie. Yeah, send us that pink hoodie. I want to. No, no, see, no, no. Keep, you keep that hoodie out. Pink hoodies. Who man? I would wear this. Well, you can get any color of hoodies with our logo on it and other fun logos but this person happened to order a pink hoodie that's super god bless him you can also that. call or text our show at 913-730-7255 and i may or may not respond but i'll definitely <laughs> read it on the air and play it on the air <laughs> um, but he's not gonna respond news. yeah he's like oh it's bullshit <laughs> don't listen to them it's bullshit <laughs> it's a tremendous time here in the ectoplasm show <laughs> I actually uh, also do finally have my studio halfway set up oh, in my new room. Shit. And I know that you have your 
studio halfway setup with a deflated alien on the wall. I do. So we might be getting back to some video. I soon. could easily do video right now. I'm I am fully equipped for video. So I'm not sure where, where we're going to do that. We could, we could have done one with me, know. and you guys could have watched all my Star Wars stuff behind me. That's so, true. Uh, I have I have I have my own studio set up also. So next time I come on, we should do a YouTube video. Yes. One. Yes, People I have a feeling my we're face. all going to be stuck in our houses very soon, and we'll oh, have yeah. lots of time to schedule lots of shows. Which Pretty sucks, soon. Dick, stuck though, in my because, house now, brother. Yeah, <laughs> which also sucks though because my studio guys is at the manor, so I have to drive fifteen minutes to come and record and do all that shit now. But I have like the full lighting set up. I have everything. We're ready to roll over here. You have the ghosts. You have the. You fucking do you it from the, a haunted house. That is right. pimp. That is pimp. It's not so pimp when you're the only fucker in the place, though. I'm telling you. It you're, not the, you're not the only person That's the, the problem. That's the creepy part. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Such a um, pansy, Josh. Shut the front door, man. Nobody at, least it's no, at least it's no aliens going butt shot on you, Josh. That's Thank you. That's very true. That's coming soon. Um, <laughs> coming soon. It's been coming for two years yeah, now. Dude. Yeah, yeah. When, when, is, when finally, is the payoff? We finally have some lead. I'm just oh, waiting on Josh. He's God. too scared. I'm not too scared. Not scared. I'm a little scared. Uh, I finally have to go back to yeah. work tomorrow, so I should Ugh. probably go. Yeah, I gotta get this. I'm gonna go. Get yeah, guys. Hey, thanks for thanks for letting me hang out with you. And uh, man, it's been a while, but I'm I'm glad it was nice to get back on with you guys again. Hell yeah, man! Always always a pleasure having you on. And yeah, brother, we hope to uh, talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm always here, guys. So Sweet. And for the rest of you sexy bastards out there, I hope you have a good rest of your day, your night, your week, whenever you're listening to this. We will talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out.